Welcome to So Much More, the Women's Edition. I'm Jody Nisnik, your host. This podcast is designed to help you create space for God. Jesus, in some of his last words found in John 16, 12, stated, There is so much more I want to tell you. He then pointed to the Spirit as the one who would come, who would further his teaching by bringing his word to life for us. So much more creates space for God to reveal his truth through his word. Each week, we will explore a passage in the book of Philippians through an experience called Lectio Divina. These passages will directly correspond to your weekly Bible study lessons. Now, if you've never done Lectio Divina before, I'm going to quickly walk you through the process now. So, Lectio Divina is Latin, and it simply means divine or sacred reading. It's really an ancient practice of reading and meditating on God's Word. It's different than what we do in Bible study where we study and we dissect the Word of God. In Lectio, we seek to slow down and savor God's Word by allowing the Holy Spirit to guide us to what He wants us to notice in His Word. Both study and meditation are meaningful. Both are useful, and I would say both are necessary, but they are different. Our hope is that this experience of meditating on God's Word will help you go a little deeper in your study of Philippians. And I would recommend that you even start with this podcast and then move on to your study guide. In Lectio, there are traditionally four movements to the practice, reading, reflecting, responding, and resting. Let me unpack them for you. Reading is where you'll hear God's word read over you. We will read each passage four times, and I'll guide you through each reading. The first time is just to ground you in the passage so that you know what's happening. I'll guide you to listen to that first reading without any agenda, just to let the words come to you, to kind of ground yourself in the passage. And then in the following readings, we'll ask the Lord to guide us to a word or a phrase in the passage. Each time, I'll encourage you not to overthink things, just to let the Spirit help you notice a word or phrase and and go with that. And then we'll move to the next step of reflection. In reflection, we ask the Lord to help us see what that word or phrase has to do with our lives. What does God want us to notice and why does it matter? This is also a place where I like to give a quick warning. Hebrews tells us that God's word is living and active, but that doesn't mean we get to make God's word say whatever we want it to mean. And that's why I love that we are doing this Lectio experience in conjunction with small group study. See, knowing the context and the bigger picture of the scripture helps us and makes helps us to make sure that we aren't taking God's word out of context. Second, by being in a trusted small group community, we can pray for one another, share with each other what we think God is saying to us. And this is really helpful. I'm really excited for you to be able to discuss what God drew you to and why in your small groups. The third step is responding. And in this step, we talk to God about what we feel like he's shown us and what he is saying to us, and then we respond to what we believe he's leading us to. This usually takes the form of some kind of next step. It could be an action that we need to take, a sin we need to confess and turn away from, a truth to remember, or a step of trust that we need to take. And then finally, we rest. 
And here, as we read the scripture one last time and we let it rest on us, we rest in God's goodness and his faithfulness, and we thank him for our time with him. We remember who we are in Christ and that we are dearly loved by him. As we enter into these experiences with God's word, we really should expect that he's got something to say to us. As I said, his word is living and active, and so are we. And that means that his word should always be teaching us something new. It should be revealing truth to us, helping us grow deeper in our knowledge of him, helping us grow deeper in following him. So with that, let's get started. Today we are in Philippians chapter 1, verses 3 through 11. And this passage corresponds to lesson two in your Philippians Bible study guide. I've invited my friend, Marjorie Headlam to read the passage for us, and I'll guide you each step of the way as she does. So before we begin, I also want to invite you to find a quiet place, free from distraction, a place where you can listen, a place that enables the Spirit to speak to you as much as possible. You can go ahead and pause us if you need to find that space. We'll wait for you. Well, once you've found that quiet space, I want to invite you to just take a few deep breaths. In and out. And as you exhale, allow the thoughts and distractions to fade away. As you take one more deep in and out breath, let me pray for us. Lord, thank you for this practice of Lectio Divina, Lord, a practice of sacred reading for your word. Lord, as we move into this experience, we ask that your Holy Spirit would guide us to the words or the phrases that you want us to notice. Because we believe that you have so much to say to us in your word, and we want to create space to listen to you. So help us to do that now. We ask that in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, in this first reading, there's no agenda. Just listen. And then I'll give us a few seconds at the end to ponder these words. So now a reading from Philippians 1, verses 3 through 11. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you. Since I have you in my heart, and whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. 
As the passage is read a second time, allow the Lord to show you a word or a phrase. Again, don't overthink it. Just see what word or phrase seems to grab your attention in this passage. You can write it down if you want, or you can just hold on to it in your mind. And when we are finished, I will give you some space to reflect on that word or phrase. And so now a reading from Philippians 1, verses 3 through 11. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you. I always pray with joy because of your partnership and the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart, and whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Christ Jesus, to the glory and praise of God. So now take a few moments to think about that word or phrase that your attention was drawn to. Ask the Lord why he's drawing your attention to this phrase. Ask him, how does it connect to your life? As the passage is read a third time, notice this word or phrase again, and then I'll give us some space to respond to God about his invitation to us. So now a reading from Philippians 1, verses 3 through 11. I thank my God every time I remember you, in all my prayers for all of you. I always pray with joy because of your partnership and the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart, and whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. 
God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. So how is God inviting you to respond? Is there a sin to confess, to turn away from? Is there a command to obey, a truth to remember, a step of trust to boldly take? Take a moment and talk to God about how he's inviting you to respond and make a commitment to that response now. As the passage is read one last time, reflect back on God's faithfulness and goodness in your life, and then rest in the truth of who He is and who He created you to be. Rest in knowing that you are deeply loved and uniquely made by God. And now a final reading from Philippians 1, 3 through 11. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart, and whether I am 
in chains are defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. So take a moment to just offer a prayer of thanksgiving and praise to God now. Lord, we thank you for your words of truth in Philippians. Lord, we thank you for Paul's prayer, prayed over the church of Philippi, that their love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight. So I pray that you would do the same for us, Lord, that our love may abound more and more, and that we would be able to discern what is best, Lord, that we may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, and that we would be filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ. Lord, we ask this boldly. Go before us as we continue our study in the book of Philippians. Help us to learn deep truths through it. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us on So Much More, where Jesus has so much more to say to us, and we're creating space to listen. We'll see you next week as we explore a Philippians passage for Lesson 3. Until then, have a great week.